What's up? Guy. What's up, bro? How you doing, man? Oh, I like that next that next pad right there, though. Oh man, no, this old news. This one Melo was there. I ain't no Knicks fan now. <laughs> it's clean though. Man, appreciate it. I'm, I'm a Portland fan now. You know, we Portland all the way out now. Hey, you got to. Hey, hey, my man's from Portland. It's Oakland. It's, it's Oakland thing. Damn, yeah. so it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, how you feeling, bro? How you living? Man, bro, I'm chilling, bro. Man, I'm just working out, staying ready, man. You know what yeah. I mean? Gotta, you gotta make sure the numbers and opportunities right. So you just, you ain't gonna take anything. You know what I mean? You don't, you yeah. don't want to over just force you into some stuff. You, you know what I mean? You don't really want to be into. So yeah, makes sense, bro. Man, the family, everybody, all good. Everybody safe. That's what's actually the good thing about it, though, bro. Like everybody tripping about the COVID. Like I don't really think 2020 was that bad. You know what I mean? Because it, like, as players, it forces a little bit to, you know, if you got kids, like I got two kids. It give you a chance to chill with your kids and, you know, form a better relationship and bond. Because if it wasn't COVID, bro, I would have been gone. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I hear you on that. Kicking it with my kids and, man, chilling with my family, bro. I can't, man. I can't. I can't call it. Man, facts. facts. Look at OJ. Man, shout out to OJ for setting this up, man. Yeah, Most shout out to OJ. Yeah, yeah. But, man, bro, I, man, appreciate you for joining me. You know what I'm saying? When OJ had, you know, recommended I get in touch with you, you know, I looked you up, man. I'm a fan, man. I'm a fan. So I'm excited to have you on. I've been kind of disconnected. <laughs> so I'm glad I signed on. You hit me because I ain't really been on, on, on social media like that. But yeah. we supposed to been do this. That was a, that was oh, a big thing. I'm thinking like, damn, what my man is that? Yeah, but we, hey, we here now, bro. That's all that yeah. matter. Better late than never. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Once again, appreciate you, man. Um, some of these questions, man, I'm kind of put you on the spot a little bit, but it's all love, man. It's all love. Okay. For, you know, to start off for those who don't really know you, who you are, just give a quick, you know, rundown, you know, where you from, you know, how was it growing up for you and stuff like that? Oh man. Will Cherry, uh, from Oakland, California, West Oakland to be, to be exact. You know what I mean? Um, man, growing up for me was, I was in a good, I was in a good, you know, house home. Mom, grandmother raised me. Um, and then, you know, like any, any guy, um, from the hood, you know, a lot of us don't really know our, our, our father, you know what I mean? I was one of those guys, but I didn't really, I didn't really trip my coaches, you know what I mean? They stepped into that role. My uncles, um, at the time, you know, um, they stepped into that role. So, um, my mom kept me away from all bullshit. Yeah. You know? And, and unfortunately, you know what I mean? My, my, my middle child, my middle brother, um, he got into it, you know what I mean? But sports was a way for outlet for us you know what i mean kept me in the boys and girls club you know uh you know kept me you know in the gyms um playing whatever sports um you know growing up we play everything not, yeah. not you know, whatever out there on the on the schoolyard to the street lights come on we doing all that yeah uh, we grew up man in, in the worst era my high school year bro was like what man 2000 like 2005 2008 2009 so i graduated was crazy we was leading uh we was leading actually the country in homicide it was actually like us, Baltimore, Chicago. And yeah, yeah, was, when I was in high school, it was us, Baltimore, Chicago. We was all like right there. And we was number one. And I was like, and I looking back at it, I'm like, man, we made it out of that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean, and that's a blessing. And and it's all because of an orange basketball. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, from high school, you know, one state championship, went to Montana, which was a totally different speed. Um, from Oakland, you know what I mean? California, New York, you know what I mean? We city boys. Now I'm going to Montana where I don't even know if these cats even like wear regular shoes. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, what? 
But yeah. uh, once I got in there, bro, um, Missoula was the city um, where University of Montana was at, and it was it was it was totally different. Um, it was nothing like I thought. It was a slower pace, but a great city, college town. Um, and when I got up there, it was just it was just having fun, man, and got out. Um, but you know, coming from Oakland, man, just getting out to that situation was a blessing for me. Yeah, facts. And I I think that's the biggest thing, man. Trying to make it out through a sport, going through all that around you. You know, it's easy to get sucked in. Get your, you know, get distracted and go the wrong way, and that can blow up everything that you worked so hard for. So easy, and I've I've seen it. I, I mean, you, I mean, coming from New York, you know what I mean? Big cities, we see, man, multiple, multiple cats that that was better than me. You know yeah. what I mean? That's an NBA that one wrong decision. Now they supposed to be a hundred million dollar nigga, but yeah, a five, right? And yeah. it's just that one decision, bro, that can derail you and mess up everything um that you can you you can change your family trajectory right mm -hmm. but for whatever reason that hood got a way of sucking cats back into it right nice. and we that shit we nice. got thanks all right so get started with the questions the first one i always start off with is who is the goat mj kobe or Bron? <laughs> or if you have a different goat that you go by you know, put put them in order between them three, or if you got a four. Man, it's so cold. MJ number one for sure for me. Okay. And the reason the reason why I say MJ is because, like, bro, I look like even like a couple days, like, bro, a couple days ago, I was I watched this man, bro, for an hour and a half straight, bro. Whoop people ass with two dribbles, like literally two dribbles. <laughs> like he whooping people ass with two dribbles. Now today, everybody doing this and that. You know what I mean? Doing all the dribble. Everybody think they Kyrie. Yeah. Like, you know, or Steph, when it you ain't really thinking those cats are making counter moves, right? One dude mm -hmm. might you cut them off from this, but they not come to court thinking I'm about to dance on his ass. No, they're not doing that. It's counter moves. So I watched who that whooping his ass with two dribbles, maybe three if he was bringing it up the court. Yeah, nobody doing that. You know what I mean? Nobody today's really doing that. It's like a couple people who can do it. Yeah, um, man. And then, man, Bron and Kobe, that's so tough. It's so tough. And and the only reason I would put Braun like one A before Kobe is because Braun affect the game in so many different ways. All right. I respect like, that. Braun flirts with triple doubles. If Braun really wanted to hunt triple doubles, oh yeah, it's Bron easy for him. Doubles like every day. Every, you know, every day. And the only reason I put Braun because Braun he affect the game in so much more. Like yeah. Kobe was like a copycat of Jordan. So when I watch Kobe, it's a carbon copy, right? Yeah. So that that's always a struggle for me. Yeah. You're looking at like killers, Kobe is a killer. Jordan is a killer. Yeah. Bron is a killer in his own right, but he's more Magic Johnson type killer. Okay. You know, sometimes to me, Bron kind of deferred too much. And mm -hmm. I was the biggest Bron fan when I was growing up. Yeah. Like, better than he better than Jordan. Right. But as I as I like started to see him, like, nah, he ain't better. Nah. Right, and then him and Kobe is so close. It's like to me, it's so close. Um, but I got to give the edge to Bron just because I feel Bron affected the game way more in different aspects of Kobe. Like if Bron, when Kobe yeah. was Kobe shooting two for thirty, most of the time they losing. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? If yeah. Bron go two for thirty, Bron can go probably can go get you fifteen assists, sixteen boards. You know what I mean? But he ain't never it's two for thirty. But you yeah. feel me? So I, I, <laughs> It's Jordan to me, and then it's kind of everybody kind of down here. And then it's like, you know what I mean? I, I give Bron a slight edge over Kobe. Okay. 
Okay, but, but I, I respect that. You know what I'm saying? To break it down like that, I definitely respect that. Yeah. Uh, for you, I know you kind of said it, but was Bron the only person you was watching coming up? Like, who was somebody that you was watching? Oh, uh, hell no. So, for me, Bron is like <laughs> our Jordan. You feel mm -hmm. that? Like, I never – all I see from Jordan is, like, when I was younger, mm -hmm. see, with the Wizards, that ain't really Jordan. You know what no. I mean? Uh-uh. But move to Cassie, he can go get you 40. But yeah. so I watch a lot of highlights and do my 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 due diligence at the game, just being a student. But going up, Bron was the man. Kobe was the man. But yeah. you got to think, bro. I'm from Oakland, so Warriors was hella oh, yeah. weak. Warriors was hella weak. So I was forced to be a Sacramento Kings fan, right? So Mike Bibby, you Chris feel Weber, me? yeah, Weber, Doug Christie, like Bobby Jackson, those cats, bro. It's who who I was I was always watching or um you feel me growing up bro like even as a Warriors fan bro uh you know Larry Hughes you know yep. Jason um uh, a lot of cats don't even know like real Warriors fans don't know the Bobby Suras the Troy Murphys the Donald Ford like those I was watching those cats because they was giving those tickets away damn near with Taco Supremes at Taco Bell you know what I mean like so I'm watching them, I'm watching those games you know what I mean? oh <laughs> man. So I'm getting those tickets. So those wasn't only the people. You know, I was a big Pacers Trojacovic fan. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he was yeah. one of the – over. You talking about a black guy. Like, I am I had a Pacers Trojacovic jersey. Yeah. He, hey, he nice with it, man. Well, you got to really know ball to be to know who that is, man. Oh, like, one of – you got to really do your homework, bro. Like, so yeah. I was – growing up, I was watching those cats. But, like, being from Oakland, bro, Jason Kidd and Gary Payton were the two dudes who I was looking at. Right, yeah. G I was so younger, defensively, talking shit to you, in your shit, doing your thing. Um, you know, number 20 and 10 was actually my numbers growing up, too. And mm -hmm. then uh, as I get older, I start really learning more about the game, and I start seeing the impact J.K. had, you yeah. know, this and triple doubles and just being a hell of a dude. So I actually wanted to follow in J.K.'s path as far as go to St. Joe's, then go to Cal. But as you get older, you know what I mean? You kind of just like, nah, I got to do my own thing. But those yeah. are some of the I was listening to when I was growing up watching. Okay, thanks. Now this one, I want you to give me your top five players in the league right now. Everybody healthy. Top five? Top five right now. Everybody uh, healthy. Uh, for sure. Okay. For sure. Okay. Dame, for sure. Dame, my dog. That's my Dame. second favorite player behind Melo. It's my Dame. dog. Yo, that's yeah. three. Now it's two. It get kind of it, the last two. It get kind of iffy. I gotta, I gotta, I you gotta go with Greek Freak to me, and all you gotta go with him. You gotta go. Hey, it's your five, bro. It's your five. Yeah, like I gotta go. I gotta go with him. Okay. And, man, top five. It's so it's so shaky, bro. Cause you still got staff. You got hard. I gotta go harder. You got harder. I gotta go harder. Hold on, hold on. What about Kawhi, Luca? You know what I'm saying? Nah. See, that's where it gets so iffy. It gets so iffy, but I mean, for me, how Kawhi, all that stuff happened last. Yeah. I feel like my thing is a lot of people. My thing is to me, I think a lot of people jump the gun. Yeah. You feel me? Like Katie hurt. Mm-hmm. So now we just not talking about KD no more being a top five player because he sat out a year. Hey, he's showing it right now, bro. Yeah, like like I'm, and 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 it's like we ain't talking about KD being a top five player. Like we just, but we so we so conditioned for the moment. Yeah, true. Okay. Killer. 
Like Luca and all those cats, top ten. But we talking top five. I gotta go with those other cats. And quite as cats, like I feel like one of the Greek freaks MVPs James got robbed. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think he got yeah. robbed. Yeah. And I was like, hell yeah, MVP. I don't think he should have got back to back. I think that first one should have went with James Harden. This last one should have been his. You know what I mean? But or Bron or Bron, I, I would be mad at Bron. But my thing is with Bron, you can make a case for him every year he's been in the league, and I think they be they be, but they be doing right. stuff too for other cats. Like Bron, to me, Bron could get it every year if you're really thinking about it. He and really last year, it. I mean, he was in it. Like, yeah. so. okay, um, for you, bro, do you have a favorite basketball moment in your career? Man, it's so many, bro. It's so many, man. But I I I, I will I would probably say, um, my my high school one, um, that one just because that was like really like the first big championship that I won, and yeah. it wasn't it wasn't just it wasn't just about the team, like like I said, and that, at that time when we won in two thousand eight, bro, that was the worst year of violence that Oakland has ever seen, and so when we did that, like literally, like um, what's the cat name? A kill card? What they call him? Like uh, what they was it? Monster, what they call him, like uh, stop the violence or something. What's, they call him something like that. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly how it was for us when we played. Like we had rival games in the gym on different sides, and our gym is small. Like when you come in a Mac, where we play at, it's a smaller gym, hella hot in there, and but it's it's live. Yeah. And during our run, like the the violence was stopped for like two hours. And everybody just to tune in to some high school cats play. And we had that shit up. We had the whole the whole city on fire, but in a positive way. Yeah. And so we, we went 32-0. We, like, number two in the country and shit like that. We were 32-0. Like, everybody came out to support. And I'm 29 years old, bro. And people don't – like, I've done so much since after high school. Mm-hmm. But when I'm walking around the city, all they know me from is from when I was at Mac. You know what I mean? I got two kids. My hair different now. Like, yeah. I'm bigger. I ain't the skinny dude I was. But they like, bro, bro, Cherry, like, man, from Mac. And we we put that whole city on Mac. We have billboards, bro. They feel like a rock star. You got, uh, you feel me? You got everybody. We got parades. We going to the Capitol. Um, and so I say it's all of that because it was just, it was a whole city that was on. Yeah. Like 14 kids backs. And we took that and like, man, we we did something positive. And today we still remember for that with all the gun violence that was going on for that. So I think that was my my best moment. And I still we talk about those days like shit. It, it's it's just yesterday. Yeah, so I think that's my favorite one, man. Facts, like I said, you giving your city hope, bro. You know what I'm saying? That one positive light it shows you how much you know what I'm saying. People actually want some positive in the community. Yeah. You know so when y'all hooping, y'all got a game. The whole city there, you know, bro. You know what I'm saying. 90% chance of lower, it ain't going to be no murder. It ain't going to be no robbery. It ain't going to be you no from the well, Mecca. So, you know what I mean? You, It's a lot of history in New York, bro. So, you yeah. know, it's coming out. Like, that's that's actually my dream. Like, to, like, to get out of New York, go to Rucker and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, when it do open, you feel me? Just to, like, step on the court. Like, damn, this was, you know what I mean? Shit, one yeah. of my favorite movies is About the Rim. And, all, you know what I mean? Looking at all this shit, like. Yeah. Like, Watching old school highlights of KD and all them going to, you know, playing in that shit. So, yeah, you should know, like, you know what I mean? Y'all got yeah. just violence and cats coming out to your see, see cats playing those pro-ams and stuff like that. Yeah. That's special to be a part of. You got the city talking about you. Like, yeah. the world might love you, but if you ain't getting love in your own city, bro, 
as a superstar, there's something wrong with it. Facts. You know what I mean? Facts. For you as a hooper, bro, who was that one person you always hooped against that you know brought that competitive edge out of you every single time you stepped on the floor? Dame. Dame. <laughs> that was basic. So how did so you and Dame, did you and Dame grow up together? Like did y'all yeah. do hooping or so like um he's older than me, so he's a year older. Um, but as we as we was hooping, you know, we always crossed paths. You know, he played for Rebels, I was dominators. Um, as we got high school, you know, then that's when like the friendship really started to build. But we was always like rivals. But it's always a respect thing, you know yeah. what I mean? And you know, off the court, like on the court, man, you from Oakland, it ain't, we ain't, we ain't cool. Nah, we, we we going at it. I talk so much shit. I'm I'm said disrespectful shit to people. Um, but when we <laughs> off the court, it's love. You know, what I mean? brothers. Um, and so like that followed all the way from you know when we was younger, like being cool with everything. High school, we was rivals, you know what I mean? Playing against mm -hmm. each other. Then we go to the big sky, and it just continued. And so um, when we got to college, it was, like, different. Like, off season, I would work out thinking about this dude. Like, because, like, Weber State Montana was really the only two teams that it was us two, and then it was everybody else that was competing yeah. that tournament. You know what I mean? So it always came down to the final, like, conference championship game between us. So in the off season. Like, when I'm tired or I'm working, I'm like, I know this cat. Doing something. He doing something right now. So that drove me. Like, yeah. that's so, like, bro, so hard. I used to be in the gym by myself, like, two, three, four hours, like, working on different moves, step back. Oh, they doing this. I got to add this to the game. And I'm like, I know he doing something. They probably shoot from 30 right now. He probably yeah. <laughs> like, like, bro, I'm like, he doing, damn doing something. So I'm like, I got to get ready. Yeah. For, for him and he that he brought the best out of it. Like when you tire, you like I, I know this dude doing something, and then when it goes on, like nah, because then it's not only just that; it's about in the summer when we come back for the summer. It's about bragging rights. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta, you know what I mean. Yeah. But for sure, he brought it out me every time we was on court. Every time. Thanks. Okay. Now I know you kind of hit it on the head in the beginning, though. But like you playing all these different sports as a kid growing up. Who was that person? Was this somebody that kind of put basketball in your hands that made you realize, like, okay, this is what I want to do? Or was it just, like, your friends were doing it, you was like, I'm going to try it, and then you fell in love with it? Like, how did that go as far as figuring out basketball is what you want to do with your life? Man, man, I had kind of I had kind of picked up a ball, to be honest with you, messing around with different sports. Me and I played being a kid, just messing around. Yeah. Um, and then uh, it didn't get, like, serious until like seventh, eighth grade. I mean seven, seven years old, eight years old when it was like when we moved to Oakland. I was in Oakland. Um and then I started, you know, playing with the school team. You know, mm -hmm. so my AAU coach Donnie Graham, my boy, um, he was just like, Man, we one of the best kids. Like, let's do this. You know what I mean? So I actually had to go to summer school in order to play. And I was like, man, summer school, I got so summer like I'm a smart kid, why I got to summer school, right? But it was it was a good thing for me. Um, and as as it progressed, like I just was loving it. Like basketball, and football, like I really love. Um, I didn't really dive too much into football. I played one year of pop one. Um, yeah. I was gonna play my freshman year, but my mom's was like, we moved, we ended up moving out of Oakland, and my mom's was gonna transfer me to another school, and that school wasn't good in basketball at all, like at all, bro. Um, and they uh, they were good in football, but I was like, nah. And then my, my uh, high school coach, who was my varsity coach, he was only – I was only on JV at the time. He called and was like, nah, like, we need to keep him here. 
but I have been messing up. You know what I mean? Like not as yeah. you know, yeah. you okay. fifteen and you think you a man, you start smelling yourself, right? You mess with you mess with chicks now. Mm -hmm. so you kissing, you doing all this, right? And you think you the man, you you kind of messing up at home, not really listening to mom and stuff, talking back. And my mom's like, "This nigga fucking up." Yeah, like if he don't, you know what I mean? He don't get fucked up. Like I'm moving, moving out of the environment. We're gonna keep his ass here. But she, he talked to her, and then my my high school, my high school coach actually was a scary dude. Like before you even get to varsity, scary dude. And he's like, he seen me one time. He's like, "Come here." I'm like, yeah. And Zach was like, "Hey, dude." Let me hear one more motherfucking thing about you fucking up at home. I hate to talk to you. Your old motherfucking ass gonna have to deal with me. Like a like a father figure, yo. Yeah, and like mind you, I'm, I ain't even got to Jay, I ain't even one of his players yet. But he got plans for me. You know what I mean? Like like, you must, like after that, bro, it was no more you didn't have no more problems at him. And yeah. I, and that was and that was my that was when I just like I transitioned because I was gonna play football and I just stopped football. I was like, nah, I'm straight hooping and shit. Like it's good. And, yeah. I was like, no, let's just a hundred percent with this. And my mom was scared to like, oh, she wanted me to get hurt, all this. Mm -hmm. But I was like, fuck, it, I'm just straight hoop now. It's too late. So, yeah. okay. Um, this question, not to get, you know, I don't want to get too personal, but like, what's something that you overcame today, bro? That you like super proud of today? That made you the person you are today, bro? Uh, shit, man. My, I think losing a lot, losing pretty much. Uh, shit. Man, I had like what probably five, four or five uncles, right? Um, losing them, right? Um, that that really let me overcome a lot of stuff, right? And then um also my but like I have uncles now that kind of stepped in and filled that role, like I said, coaches and stuff, I have father figures. Um, but my foot foot injury was the worst. Was the worst, bro. Okay. I had a killing, great year, junior year. Uh, going into senior year, I just came from D World camp, right? They they acknowledged like, man, this dude, like he would be going to the LeBron James Academy, you know what I mean? If it wasn't for the big names or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I, cause I'm coming from the camp thinking I ain't doing enough. My assistant coach like, nah, bro. Like, then next thing you know, Dame texts me like, bro, you want to drive for? Send me the screenshot. And at the time, Bron was in Miami. They had me going like 53, and the season hadn't even started. And I just came off like average sixteen one hella like mid major all American stuff all this. I'm like, oh I'm about to climb this shit. Yeah. Like, you feel me, man? Soon as the season of like September, we doing uh, we go open gym. I go up for like a routine layup, and I feel like a pop, and I'm not even tripping. I'm like, what the fuck? So then I'm like trying to put pressure on it. I couldn't even walk. So I'm like, ah. Oh. I'm like, nah, because you know, I'm like, it can't be this bad. Usually I think yeah. the worst, but I'm like, nah, every time I think the worst, it ain't really that bad. But it's yeah. different this time. Took the x rays, they're like, you got a fracture. I'm like, what? So then I'm, you know what I mean? So then they put me in a cast and all this stuff. Long story short, I ended up playing. I didn't get surgery. I was kind of, I was spooked to surgery. This is my first major injury. Yeah. I didn't get a screw. I played the, in my whole, my whole senior year thinking it was better. It was getting better. I had a, a special like brace made and whatever mm -hmm. for it, and it was it never healed. I didn't know that until after I graduated. When we went back to the tournament, got smacked, and then we won. Then I, as soon as I come get ready for summer league, they like Doctor Team, like one of the best doctors out here in California. Like, hey, get your agent on the phone immediately. I'm like, huh? it took I think thirty seconds. 
I'm like, huh? He's like, hey, your shit broke. Like, your shit never healed. Like, they were supposed to fix this shit in college. So now I'm feeling betrayed. Yeah. Like, I'm by far, I'm the best nigga on the team. Like, bro, since I stepped on campus, bro, as a coach, you, you've had 20-plus win seasons all four years. That's why you got this job at Oregon State right now. Right? And I'm like, like, from like from my separate campus and all the teams we accumulated, like, I felt hella betrayed. Like, none of y'all niggas was going to tell me this. You feel me? None of y'all niggas told me that my shit was never going to heal, knowing a fracture. And y'all let me play on this shit? So, nigga, I'm, I'm, I felt, bro, I was like, for months, bro, I got the surgery and shit, bro. Motherfuckers calling my phone. Like, my, my head coach trying to get in contact with different people. And I'm just like, in so many words, like, I'm not fucking with you. Like, because you use me for your own personal gain. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, you use me knowing if I don't play that year, no, we don't go back to the tournament. And it's not on no, like, bragging shit, but it is what it is because when I let, when I, that next year, y'all didn't even sniff the tournament. Like, y'all got bounced in the, the semifinals. You feel me? So I'm like, I felt hella betrayed. And so then I was I was in the dumps, bro. Like, I, I'm like, damn, I'm supposed to be in the league right now. Like, what the fuck going to happen to me? Yeah. Like every day it was a struggle getting up, just going, you know, starting back trying to walk. Uh going back to uh once I he like they cleared me to run. But like my shit, you it took it took longer than normal because I had played on it the whole year. Yeah. They said I got the surgery right away, it only take you five weeks. They said, But since you've been playing on this shit for a whole year, bro, like I couldn't bro, I was I was on the couch, bro, for no bullshit, bro, for like two and a half months. And my room was upstairs. So like, <laughs> so like, so like, bro, like I couldn't, like I, like you know, you're on the couch, like, fuck, I don't want to keep hopping upstairs. And yeah, I, like, putting pressure on it. So like, there's times, bro, I just would sleep on the couch. Mom, I fell asleep. Mom just come throw a cover over me, whatever. Yeah, and I'm broke as fuck. Like broke, fool. Like yeah. I'm nigga. What the fuck am I doing? Like. I remember to this day, I don't even got the screenshot no more. At one point, bro, I had $0 on all my bank accounts, bro. And I think I had, I was like, I had like overdraft, like $250. I took a screenshot of that shit and was like, I'll never be, I will never in my life be like this again in my life, ever. And then I had to overcome all that shit. And then I ended up, you know, having a great summer league and making it to the league. Um, but that shit was a struggle before that. But that made me who I am today. Like you said, that, yeah. pushing through that shit made me who I am today, bro. Yeah, but like now your foot all good though. It's all healed up now. Yeah, after screwing my shit, ain't never. Uh, you feel me? Like, and I, I'm good. But going through that shit, I was like, damn, betrayed. I'm like, you betrayed me. You yeah. feel me? Like, nigga, I didn't. I did all this. You feel me? I came back on a broken foot when literally everybody at home is telling me, like, nigga, red shirt. And a lot of everybody saying it because the year before, Dame. I don't know if you know, Dame had broke his shit. But his foot. Yeah, same, same fifth minute, fifth minute torso, same injury, but his snapped all the way through. Right, mine was only a fracture. Dame shit snapped all the way through, so he had no choice but to red shirt. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people don't know, like Dame had another year to play college. Like, cause he red shirted his junior year, and he could have came back a senior, year, but a nigga like that, why the fuck he need to come back? He did everything he need to do. Nigga, best Dame knew he was going to the league. You don't need to. But, like, a lot of niggas don't remember. He, that dude had another year. I'm like, bro, you gone. Like, nigga, he out lottery. But, like, they was telling, bro, you need this red shirt. And I think Dame, after the – Dame even said it, too. 
But Dame, like, after the fact, he was like, nigga, I was trying to tell you, nigga, sit out. He's like, nigga, because that shit never heals. He's like, you thinking it's healing, but your bone not strong enough or whatever. Um, and so that's why I was like, nigga, I came back. It wasn't for me. I came back for the team because my right hand nigga that was on my team, like, everything shifted. It would be me and him, one and two. But everything shifted. When I was out, everything was on that nigga back. And it was so frustrating to him. It was so bad that the nigga was like, he was like, bro, they lost. We lost a tough game. And I'm just sitting in the locker like that. He walked up to me and was like, bro, I will buy you a fucking foot. Like, and I was damn near in tears, though, because I'm like, I'm leaving my brothers, like, out there to dry. Like, they need me, and I'm not there. I'm in a fucking cast in a boot. Yeah. And I can't do nothing for him. And that kind of was, like, the tipping point. Because I'm like, and even, like, I still got my coach. My coach in my ear, like, oh, you coming back? You coming back? Right? But it ain't really in yeah. my best interest. It's in your best interest. And so my nigga, I'm like, damn, I got to come back. I'm like, I did this for the team. Now this nigga, it took this nigga literally 30 seconds to look at my extra. He ain't even, you know, sometimes they'd be like doing this shit. Yeah, yeah. Man, call your agent. So now I feel betrayed. Now I got to go through all this shit pretty much a whole year off. You feel me? Until I went to the G League and, have, and did my thing and had fun. But I had to overcome that shit. Now it's like, okay, I can overcome that. Like now I kind of know the trials and tribulations, right? Mm-hmm. Now my mental is way stronger. Like I can't, I can't go into no funk like I did then. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. That's a, that's a crazy story, but that's a good like you know testimony for your story, bro. Yeah, you know, definitely that. Cause man, if you think about it, a lot of people, probably would have gave up. Like man, forget this, bro. My foot ain't gonna never gonna heal. Like I'm done hooping, and just give up. You okay. know what I'm saying? But you was like, nah, I ain't gonna give up. Man, I'm trying to get to a league. Like I said, you you know what I'm saying? You didn't have no money, so you was like, they gave you another push that you needed. Mom. Cause it ain't it ain't never just about I mean a lot and a lot of league dudes to tell you you fool and I hope you get some of them cats on there too just to really tell you I mean you had Lucas on there you know what I mean so he he'd tell you yeah you know, not like making it to the league it's never just about you right never you feel me you trying to you trying to break uh you feel me poverty you feel me in your family right. Right. So, you feel me it's, it's about the game but it's also another element to it like bro. I want to be able to do this for moms. You feel me? She did all these sacrifices she gave, this and that. Right. So all that shit. And yeah. uh, we got to get over this. We got to get through this. Right. Okay. Um, for you, you know, how was your recruiting process for you? Was it stressful? Was it easy? Or was it, like, something that you didn't really worry about until, like, it got to that moment? Man, I, the recruiting process, bro, it was stressful, bro, to be honest. I wasn't – because, again, it go back to the father figure type shit. Yeah. Like, Unfortunately for me, my my coach who we run thirty two zero with, mm-hmm. he had already pledged that he was going to retire once my 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 boy Mook, who was like a, a phenom coming up, right? And injuries kind of stopped him. If it was for injuries, that dude be in the league. Um, but he had already pledged that once Mook, once Mook uh, graduates, he was going to retire. And he had some tragedies happening within his family right before we won that state championship. So he was already our time before we even won state. Yeah. But like, nah, we got to get this for you. And so he retires. So now I got my assistant coach who he don't really know shit about all. He know it, but he ain't like used to college coaches calling all this shit. Yeah, it was new to him. And go, if you really the mark of a good coach is, if you got one nigga on your team who's the nigga, right? You... 
you have all the college coaches come see that one kid and you do open gyms and shit. That's how my coach did it, right? And so now y'all playing. Now they watching who they want, but they also get the glimpse of all these other kids, right? Yep. Ain't on the map. Now they like, oh shit, like yep. you supposed to let them piggyback off the dude who you, you know what I mean, who you talking to. Yep. So like I had college coaches in there, like, and I still struggle because these college coaches don't give a fuck. Like, and it's not a bad thing, but they gonna text you, call you. They texting me in class. Niggas calling me in class. Like every night, I'm like, man, what the fuck? Like, and I could, <laughs> it went. My mom one year, she like my mom one one time like, and my mom is my mom. Like she working and shit, so she didn't really know too much about it. Yeah. You know, like, and I was calling my coach, but he kind of he connected, but he ain't connected. You know what I mean? He yeah. don't want to step on his man's toes because he's trying to put his spin on the on the program too. Yeah. And so the way I signed in Montana is literally that was my only trip, bro. Like I had like how many schools are talking to you? Hell, I had Santa Clara, I had San Jose State. Like one time, like in that, like it was hella local schools at that time, um, and then there was a bunch coming on. There was a bunch coming on, um, but I signed hella early. I signed like in November. Hell, when I say hella early, bro, you signed before the season, bro. Hella early, <laughs> like bro, hella early. Like my, like my one of my best friends, his name Justin. He was so mad at me. Cause he was actually one of the better dudes in in uh in the Bay too, and he kind of did some KD shit. He left his school and came to our shit, which he said he should have already been with us though. But yeah. His mom didn't want him to go to cause academically, that school was way much better than the hood yeah. school. Like the other school, way better. But he oh, ended up coming. Nigga, we want to win. Yeah. So uh, he comes and he was hella mad. He like, bro, what the fuck? Why are you signing like there? Like. Everybody, bro, you can go literally anywhere, like, you want. SEC, like, my – and, like – because it was, like, bro, my, my coach, he was, like, bro, I knew what type of season you was going to have. Like, why would you – you know what I mean? So – but that shit was stressful. That motherfuckers calling me, like, bro, everybody wants something from you. Yeah. And that one trip I took to Montana, I was, like, oh, this shit, like, feel like a family. Like, it's cool. Which now, looking back, I still should have took my other four visits. They want to spend money on you, do your thing, right? But yeah. it worked out for itself. But that's – that, and it was, it was stressful with only just those – Amount of schools I had like probably four, five, six schools, but they were all kind of local. You know what I mean? Like, cause I was mm-hmm. going to sign the St. Mary's, um, okay. yeah. that, that Australian wave coming, right? It was right yeah. after Patty Mills, so they had Della Dover, they had, uh, they had Ooh. all the Australian wave, and uh, the the coach was like, "Oh, y'all know you ain't scared of a little competition." I'm like, "Bro, I'm never scared of competition. I'm from West Oakland. You got me twisted. You feel me?" But yeah. I, I would be stupid to go to a situation where you got three, four, five five guards and the sister coach is Australian. Yeah. Like that's his pipeline. Yep. You know what I mean, that's his pipeline. Like, nah, I can't. I'm not gonna set myself up for that. I'm at yeah. least chance to come in, start off as a six man, then work my ass into a starting lineup. But I'm not about to be uh three, four, five Australian cast where this assistant coach is already gonna be in your ear like you already knew it was gonna happen. You, yeah, so no like so I signed early, and it's funny, right? So this, that that next couple weeks, bro, the whole we we was playing De La Salle, who's like a powerhouse out here, like a football, and at the time basketball too. And we always played in, we played in the MLK Classic at Cal Berkeley. The whole at the time it was Pac-10, the whole Pac-10 of coaches in the front row, looking at me, and I'm looking at them niggas like y'all should have came early, like. You feel me? Cal was so disrespectful. Cal was the most disrespectful school. We right down the street from Cal. But you don't recruit none of us. 
right? You don't Damn, Cal ain't reach out to you? Hell no. I think that's when Mike Montgomery was a coach. And my, my high school coach was hella mad about that. Like, he went off. Like, you ain't going to never get a fucking player from here. Because they was looking at a big dude that was hella young. But he's like, you ain't never going to get a fucking player from here. Like, this dude, the best fucking player I can hold fucking Northern California. Right? One of the best guards in the state. And you don't fucking... And he was hella mad about that shit. He was hella mad about that shit. And I was... Man, if we being real, bro, we know 9.9% .9 of the time the best player is going to come from the hood. Because that's all they do, bro. That's all they do, bro. But I don't think college coaches don't realize that, bro. Can't teach this, though. Like, you can have all the skills. All my life, you can have all the skills you want, fool. Right? Yep. Anything you want, bro. But if... You got a if you got a cat that's looking at a cat and he respect you way too much, you did in this game. So you got to go out there and be like, "Fuck that!" I'm about to do. And from them hood dudes, they got so much more to prove. They got so much more to to do. And that goes back to the ranking, ranking shit. I don't fuck with the rankings bullshit. Cause you ranking cats just based on where they playing this and that. Most of the time, nine times out of ten, it's a nigga that ain't ranked. That's way better than this nigga. Yeah. You know Anybody gonna look good so, playing with a bunch of good players, bro? Bro, oh, I was playing with a lot of good players, bro. That they just didn't make it out. Yeah. They didn't make it out too, you feel me? But like that, that was that recruiting process, bro. It was stressful for me, and it was so early. I'm thinking back on, I'm like, damn, I don't, like these kids. They got, they got, they, they got some support behind them. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. hella good. Like I didn't have, I didn't have pops. Like, my coaches, he was retired. You know, it was just my mom's. Then my other coach, you know, he kind of scared me into signing Montana, uh, and so I was like. But I signed it because it felt good, too. But, like, the recruiting yeah. process, bro, I was like, damn, these motherfuckers waiting so long. Like, how do you – you eliminate – like, you waiting so long. Like, I couldn't do it because I'm like – if my shit was ringing like that, I can only imagine these top-notch dudes, how they shit ringing, bro. They might have two phones for that. Bro, they putting up to the crib, bro. They... Bro, fast. You know what I'm saying? Like, they... sitting in the room. Like, we need this kid. I'm like, y'all dudes just – I commend them, though. Like, y'all yeah. dudes really, like, mature because at the time, bro, I'm a senior. I'm like, I'm, I'm in science class, like, getting yeah. texts from niggas, like, bro, like. I can't bro, do that right now, man. My teacher looking at me like, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, For you, you know what I'm saying, playing, you know, high school level, college level, and then, like, you know, pro, what was the – the different levels that you had to mature or add to your game or add to your mentality to make sure that you succeeded in all levels. You know what I'm saying? Because high school to college, bro, like you said, it's, it's, it's different. High school, you know, you on your own, man. College is like, look, hey, we finna wake up at 5 a.m., we gonna practice, we gonna lift weights, we gonna do film, you gonna go to class, you gonna do homework, you gonna ice, yeah. you gonna watch some more film, you gonna do some homework. And then the pros, man, look, you trying to stay in the you start you trying to go to the you trying to sign a contract, you trying to get them M's. You gotta bro, work hard. So for you, bro, how did you keep it going? Cause you know, like when you got that 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 goal, you know what I mean? Just like you on the podcast, like obviously I know for sure you wanna be bigger. You know what I mean? So yeah. you got something you pushing for. So right. it's like hit that by any means necessary. Yeah. If, if if you telling me this the path I gotta go through, yeah, right, to get to this. That's like if you telling me, hey, Will, you want a million dollars. Well, fuck, you got to scrub these toilets like, every day, eight to five. Yeah. Be here eight to five. But at the end of like two years, four years, bro, hey, you got this million dollars. I'm doing that shit. Yeah. So whatever I got to do, like 
like looking back, I'm like, damn, there was so many times like, bro, and any, if any athlete would be lying to you, fool, I swear to God, if they tell you they like working out. I don't give a damn who he is. No. They tell you he like working out, he lying straight to your motherfucking face. Because it's crazy. A lot of my homies said they got to college, bro. They want to quit. It is like it's so hard, bro. Bro, if you told a a motherfucking athlete he can make twenty million dollars a year by sitting on his couch bar and watching Netflix and watching highlights and still be in the best shape of his life, tell me what motherfucker wouldn't do that? Like, look, like for real, though. Facts. No, you. Yeah, you're right. Like, bro, we work out because the results it gives us. You feel me? Motherfucker don't like working out, but motherfucker like working out when it's twenty million dollars in his motherfucking contract. Yeah. You feel me? Motherfucker yeah. like working out when you can buy your kids whatever the fuck you want to buy. Right? Yeah. Motherfucker like working out when, hey, mama, here go twenty thousand right here, go do what you want to do. Yeah. You feel me? Pop, hey, this your new this your new whip, right? Don't worry, worry about that. Yeah. You feel me? Like and for the rich, rich motherfuckers, you feel me? Oh, we put we I'm taking twenty motherfuckers on a plane with me. It's all on me. Now I get to sit back and just watch y'all do your thing. That's what make you get. That's what make you get up at five a.m. in the morning, because yeah. it go back to it's not just about you. You feel me? You one motherfucker working for one goal, but you still got every motherfucker that you love, you value, like my coaches, my uncle. You feel me? All that. Like that's what I do it for. You feel yeah. me? Like uncles right now. You feel me? And and and, and my my brother that's in the chat, and my other two brothers that's doing their thing. It's like, like I work so hard because one day I want to just. Take y'all niggas to a resort, and I just want to sit back, sit my little alcohol, and watch y'all niggas just go crazy. Yeah, you feel me? Just like damn, like, like I did that, and it wasn't just like I'm seeing y'all because now y'all experiencing shit that through me that y'all probably would have never got the experience had I ain't bust my ass at five in the morning. You feel yeah. me? So my mentality was like, fuck, by any means necessary. You feel me? Like I said, Dane even drove me too. You feel me? But had Dane dropped off and shit, which I didn't know he would never was, but it's like, well, fuck, now I got to find something else to motivate me. You yeah. feel me? I always got my wife, my mom, you feel me? My pops, my step-pops, my brothers. Like I said, my uncles and family. Like, hey, I'm doing this. I got the city. You yeah. feel me? The city, like, nigga right there. Yeah. You feel me? You know, everybody want to be loved. Like, when you make it, you know how I many deals everybody sends you? Yeah. Got a feeling because, like, damn, like my hard work, you didn't see my hard work, but now you're seeing the fruition of it, you know. Yeah. So, adding that, it's like, damn, bro, by any means necessary, you got to get up five in the morning. That shit hard, like you said, didn't get to the league. Like, bro, it's like just a luck of the draw, you know. What I mean, if it's just for basketball, it's a lot of people that would still be in the league, but like, it's harder to stay, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Hey, your favorite player, your favorite player, like, it never should have been out the league. Let's keep it a buck. Bro, let's keep it a buck, though. Bro, I'm, bro, I'm telling like I tell people all the time, bro. Melo is probably all BS aside with him trying to he could have left. He signed back in New York. All the other Melo is Melo, like, look, I'm gonna get it on my own. I'm gonna stay in New York. I'm gonna try to build with what y'all give me. The Phil Jackson addition. Like, Phil Jackson got over on Melo, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Because he really didn't give him no option. Yeah, you gave us Derrick Rose, which is, you know what I'm saying, being from Chicago. Derrick Rose is like Michael Jordan to us young dudes. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, you know what I'm saying? D-Rose wasn't the same D-Rose. No. Joakim Noah wasn't the same Joakim Noah. No. Porzingis was still young. You know what I'm saying? So Melo is probably, hands down, in my opinion, one of the top five best scorers ever. Top five? Top top three. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but, but see, people be on my ass, though. Like, nah, like if you, if you be for real, like, 
Melo can do everything. He can shoot the three. He can drive. He can kick it. He can pull up. He can Bro. take you down low, post you up. Probably the best footwork I ever seen I'll, in my life. That's why I said top five. You said top two. I said top four. Yeah. Because you still got Jordan. And I, I don't really put Jordan in these comparisons. Yeah. That's like putting Tupac, Biggie, like, you know, all, and Jay-Z. Like, it's like yeah. them. You kind of put everybody else. So I kind of throw Jordan yeah. out. Right? Yeah. But yeah. Melo, like, I told Cats, I said, bro, there's only, like, after, like, before Steph and all them playing them, I saw the guy, like, there was only two dudes, literally, and they played on the same team, that I thought every time they shoot it because their form was so pure, bro, that every time it was going in, bro, J.R. Smith and Melo. I swear to God, every time them two shot, I thought, the, I, I still, like, to this day, like, if J.R. come back in the league, bro, I swear to God, every shot that dude put up, I always think it's going in. His like, form is perfect, bro. So pure. Yeah. And Melo, I tell Cass, the reason why I said Melo to me was, and even shit, even with Jordan too, I just feel like Melo had the body of a post-up player with yeah. a guard game. So yeah. he, if he really wanted to, he gonna bully your ass and he gonna go give you a hook, boom, right? Oh. Get boom. And remember when Melo's bouncing, he coming dunking on cats through the lane. You feel me? Yeah. And he he hit, and even still, bro, Melo can Melo can give you twenty, easy. Like so, pure easy. score, dog. Like I've always said, Melo is to me always was top two, top three, because you got mm -hmm. Kate. Then you got you feel me, but yeah. I I just I always gave Melo the edge like over those type of cats because his post up game, like yeah. nobody was really going to the block like that after Jordan and all them cats really left as a guard. You mm -hmm. feel me? Like even yeah. Katie go to the post, he not bullying you into you feel me into a layup. He, he from the fadeaway every time. You feel me? Melo gonna pump you with the floor, then he gonna set you up. Boom! Okay, I'm about to counter. I'm about to up and under you. I'm about to get yeah. this layup on you. So yeah. that's what. Come on, man. Mello was a fool. And 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 it's crazy because, like I said, Dame is my second favorite player. Um, so when Mello was out the league for that little year and a half, bro, I was I was sick. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, all right, I'm rocking with Dame now. You know, cause Dame was my second favorite player. So I'm like, all right, I'm rocking with Dame. And I never forget. I know my girl in here. Me and my girl was sitting watching TV. And my phone vibrated. I'm like, who is this? You know what I'm saying? And I look, and it said Mello signed to Portland. Yes, sir. Bro, right here in the guy, bro, I ran all through her house screaming, back and forth, <laughs> just screaming, bro. I was like, man, bro, Melo should have never been out the league in the first place. Because you got to realize, Melo has always been the, the, the one person the ball got to go to. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So when he go to OKC playing with Russ and PG, and he the third, fourth option taking maybe 10 shots a game, that's not Melo game. Melo can't get going like that. Melo meet the ball, get that mug in the post, let him work, and do that. Then Houston. Trying to play with Chris Paul and Harden. Melo can't be a third option, bro. He's not used to that. So, like he said, if they would have told him, like, look, Melo, you know, it's a different style of play now. We don't do that down low. Give it his. Let me go one-on-one -on -one no more. This is a fast-paced game now. Let even, him know that. Don't kick him yeah. out the league. And even, too, though, like, like Melo is a third option on, on, on Portland right now, right? Yeah. Yep. They let him work. Exactly. He understand, though. They let him they, but they, but still though, Portland puts him in a position at his spots though. That, you that, feel that's me? That's what I'm saying. Like, yep. like, literally though, Houston, if they use him, and I'm a Warriors fan, if they use him in the right way, there's no way Houston don't advance to the conference final. Because that right Facts. there is a, that's a run stopper. Yep. You feel me? Like I tell cats like. When we're talking hoop, bro, if you really know hoop, we ain't talking about these sexy kid in 09 motherfuckers who don't got no profile pic, just talking shit out the back of their neck who really don't know hoop. 
You yeah. feel me? Talking about if you really know hopeful, you know, even when the Warriors was hella good, right? And and, and when they had Katie, when shit got real, they put Katie on either block and Katie will stop a run by himself. Right. Hello. You put Melo on the block, Melo gonna give it to you. You feel me? He gonna give it to you no homo how you want it. Yeah. You wanna step back, Pezzy? I'm next to the bucket. That jab, bro. Exactly. You gotta you gotta move because he's gonna go right around you and dunk you. Like you that's what I'm saying. Like so like the way Dame progressed that and got him in there, I was like, hell yeah. But that's yeah. the mark of a real nigga. Yeah. Like when nobody else wanted him, fuck it. Come on, come to Portland. Now you've been in the league for the last two years. But when you really shouldn't have been out, right? And everybody wanna blame Melo, this and that, this and that, but I can't really blame Melo because at the end of the day, they tried to do him like they did uh like they did Allen Iverson. You feel me? They shot Ali. They shot AI. Like, you feel me? But Melo is like, fuck, nigga. I'm a multiple time all star. And man, I mean, you want me to come off the bench? Yeah. Like, he's like who? What do you say? Who, me? No. Yeah. He's like, P, they want me to come off the, P, they no. want me to come off the bench. And like he said, if y'all would let me know my role ahead of time, I could work around it. I can work around that. That's yeah. why now Melo is in Portland killing with Damon. Y'all let them know ahead of time. If it wasn't for injuries, I think Portland would have beat the Lakers if everybody was healthy. Definitely had a good chance. That's what I'm saying. If chance. everybody was was healthy, there's no way the Lakers would have beat them 4-1. And I don't, I don't know if they, they didn't beat them, they should have won at least seven, bro. At yeah, least seven. I don't know if they beat them because them niggas were on some other shit, but <laughs> I think because eventually they're they going to start taking away all that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think – I think they push that. They they just don't get do dead like how they just did. Got dead. You feel me? Yeah. Hell no. Nah. I think I think they they push them. They push them at least to six. For sure. To me, I think they push them to six. Yeah, true. And I think now, six. you know, what I'm saying with 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 CJ McCollum being down and Nurkis being out. Now Damon <laughs> Mello, this this hey Damon Mello, this y'all this y'all show now. I didn't know CJ was hurt. Yeah, bro. CJ like fractured his foot or something like that. Yeah, CJ going for like four weeks, I think. What? Yeah, CJ McCullough, yeah. He got hurt, what, last game? Oh, see. That's I what I'm saying. And then Nurkic is out. Nurkic out for a little minute. Zach Collins out for a little minute. So I'm like, you can't bad. stay healthy, bro. Yeah, hell yeah. Mellow, yeah. Mellow got to get after it. Yeah. Okay, now this question, bro, I'm not – we're going to do Oakland, California, whichever you want to do. Do your thing. If you could take five people from, let's say, California – no, let's do Oakland. I'm gonna give you the harder one. Do Oakland. If you can create a team of five people from Oakland to make a team, let's say to travel around the world, play for money. What Ooh. five are you taking with you? So travel around the world. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, I will give you Cali, but that, you get too many options. I'm Am gonna give you the hard one. That? Who? I'm I'm one. I'm on there. I'm oh, on facts. Go ahead. I'm on the team. Oh man, is it? Are we talking right now or just history? All time, whoever you want to rock with. All time, you know we got you know Bill Russell from Oakland. He from the O. Okay. Oh Bill yeah. Oakland. Oh yeah. Yeah, Bill from Oakland. So we talking OGs, man. I'm on the team. I got. But if I'm coaching, bro, fuck it, I'm coaching. Fuck. He's I'm coaching. I'm coaching. <laughs> fuck it. I got Dame. Dame is mandatory. He's on there. Bill Russell. Mandatory. Yep. Right. So you, so you're not playing, right? You're not playing, right? I ain't playing. I ain't playing. Okay, I'm so you got Dame and you got Bill Russell. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm seven they asses if they ain't playing how I want to play though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seven they ass. Okay, so Bill, Bill, you're five, right? Bill. Okay, uh, Dame, you're one. Mitchell, they talking about hook right now too. 
Talk about Hook, the dude that Hook Mitchell. Okay. J Kid. So that's three, right? Uh, damn, I need some side, but GP, fuck. GP. For sure. I need some size, though, goddammit. I need some size. Oh, man. And I, and I ain't gonna lie. Uh, a lot of people don't know this dude. But if I'm gonna go with size, it's the dude named uh, Daryl Tucker. I don't know. Was cold, like 6'10, six, 6'11. So that's Bill Russell, D Tuck, Dang, GP. What I got? I said, Hook. I need six. I got J. Kidd. I, I got Antonio Davis, too. I got some fools, but I got a lot of people, though, man. I got a lot of fools, man. But I, I got to go. I got to go with Tuck, too, though. I got to go with Tuck, man. I got to okay. go with Tuck. I got he, he from Mac. I got to go with D. Tuck. Okay, got bet, bet, bet. Um, so if you could have five dinner guests, dead or alive, at a dinner table with you just to chop it up, which five? It could be rappers. Artists, presidents, whatever. What five dead or alive will be at your table? Man. I ain't gonna do family. That's easy. He's saying what? Easy, easy. Pop. For sure. I need to talk to Pop. Uh, Malcolm X. Uh, shit. Nip. Oh, good one. Yeah, my dude, man. Yeah. Uh, shit, MLK for sure. Cause that's two. That's two reflecting views. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's two. Yeah. That's two different conflicting views. You know what I mean? But I wanna, I wanna pick. You feel me? Those two cats brains. Cause like he had his view on how he was doing things. Crazy right? talk right there. Right, and you got MLK. But they all they all coming to the same conclusion, but different ways of dealing with it. Yeah. And, and society right now. Like, just imagine if we got those two cats. Like, you feel me? We and you sitting down, they giving us like, hey, y'all need to do this. Yep. You feel me? With like, those cats, who else I got, man? I got one more. Who I said? Nip, Pop, said, MLK. Nip, Pop, MLK, yeah. That's four. Who my fifth one, though? Cole. Cole. I need Cole on that. I need Cole. Just because Cole, man, his his. His life got cut short, and he had so much. Yeah, he had so much that he he was gonna do. Yeah, just like Nip, you know what I mean. Um, but I feel like Kobe, like man, I think he kicked off the whole two thousand, like the twenty, like shit, all this bullshit. But just to pick his brain on different stuff, bro, because he was he was. If you embodying a person that's literally more than shut up and dribble, or more than basketball, more that was Kobe. Yup. So. He's the, I feel like he's, like, outside of Bron, what Bron was doing. You know what I mean? Bron, like, blueprint of how to be a business mogul as a, a hooper. But Kobe is, like, he show you his transition. Like, once I'm done for 20 years, I played this game for 20 years, I gave my life to it, right? To an extent where, you know, all this happened, my family, whatever, you sacrifice. Now you're like, my transition is, I won Oscars, I want all that. But I do contentious seminars as far as transitioning from hoop into another life that a lot of basketball players don't think stop to think about that. Once they got their basketball start dribbling, bro, we got 40, 50 more years of living. Yeah. So now all these motherfuckers doing this. Damn, what am I supposed to do now? Yep. Nah. Kobe like, this is exactly what I'm supposed to do. 
You my man feel? writing books, my man coaching his daughter team, my man, you know what I'm saying? Nike got his own gym, like everything. You feel me? So them them motherfuckers, bro, because I'm getting it, I'm getting it from from every every direction. You know, I'm getting it from the hood, the hood <laughs> rapping perspective. You one of the hoodest dudes that come from the biggest right. game out in LA in the world. You yeah. feel me? Now I'm getting it from I'm getting it from civil rights leaders and actors from Malcolm X and, and Martin Luther King. Pop, you feel me? You already know what you're getting from Pop. Mary Cat, you no. know? Like, he's also, you know, activist and doing all this stuff, you feel me? Um, like, the shit he was doing at at 20, bro, like, put me to shame. I'm like, damn, bro, I ain't doing shit. I'm just a, I'm just a nigga that's, <laughs> like, for <laughs> real, like, I was like, I'm just, like, I be watching his old interviews and vibing it. I'm like, damn, like, this nigga was only 20, like, 21 right here. Like, he got I'm like, nigga, I'm, hey, he was something I'm, different, bro. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to get a girl number in the bar. Like, yeah. Like, uh, like, uh, like, damn, I ain't shit. You know what I mean? Make you feel that way. Yeah. I just, like, so it's like, you feel me? It's like I'm getting it from all angles. I gotta have a sports player in there. So yeah. that's a cold dinner. Oh man, y'all gonna be, y'all gonna be more talking than eating, bro. Oh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm, make, I'm make one of them niggas pick up the bill though. <laughs> Facts, facts. Uh, so this question, bro, what has the game of basketball taught you that carries into everyday life? Man, basketball, whew, it teaches you so much. Perseverance, you know what I mean? Perseverance, and it teaches you patience. Facts. You patience, bro. Like, because like, the hardest thing, bro, in this sport, I mean, any sport, is blind fit. Like, blind fit. And, I'll, and I'm not like a, a holy roller. You know what I mean? But I have a relationship with God. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I'm like one of them cats that I don't feel like God got to have gold ceilings and, and all this shit, you know what I mean, for me to have a relationship with him. Yeah. I would, I'd rather talk to him in my, on my knees and, and my own thoughts and talking. You know what I mean? So yeah. having blind faith is probably one of the hardest things and it forces you to be patient and sit your ass down like, yeah. damn, I want to be a millionaire, right? Goddamn now. Like, yeah, I was, thanks. You know what I mean? You know the instant oatmeal. I wish I could just put that shit in there in three minutes. You feel know I me? Mean? And I'm good. But you can't, can't do that, bro. Not with this game. Because basketball, bro, and I and I, this word to my uncle, Scott Alexander. Basketball is the most subjective sport out of all the sports. When we're talking football, you can be the weakest cat ever. But if you run a 4 2 4 3, they're going to find a spot for you. Thanks. Even if it was special teams, you feel me? Baseball, you throwing a 95-mile-per-hour fastball, you on a goddamn team. You feel me? Either you right. got it or you don't. You got a glove, you got it or you don't. But basketball, it's so subjective. It's all about, oh, damn, do we like you? You feel me? It's not about are you the most productive or are you the best player, you know what I mean? Or it's not, it's not always about that, you know what I mean? It's about, you know what I mean, if a cat like you, you take a liking to you. Right, and so you got to be patient because it's like you you never and then you never know when your opportunity gonna come, and then perseverance that all that goes hand in hand. Like, shit, blind faith. It's like, damn, you like you said, your homies want to give up at the college. Like, shit, sometimes I'll be wanting to give up, like right now. Yeah. But I know, like, first off, I wasn't raised that way. I ain't bred that way. Yeah. Like, I'm never gonna quit. You feel me? Um, so you just gotta relentlessly just like sell out to this shit, like, bro. And that goes into everyday life. Like, if the regular nine-to-five worker, you think they like getting up at 6 in the morning, being in rush hour traffic, bro? 
You feel me? And then just to get off at five, to sit in more traffic, to come home. No, they got to persevere because they got kids. Motherfuckers got bills. You got, you know what I mean? Shit, we in, you, we in, you New York, we in fucking uh, New York and Chicago. We in fucking uh, you, the biggest economy. So we got to make money, but you got to yeah. persevere and sell out to whatever you want to do. And that's why most like sports players, their transition, if you want to do a nine to five, it checks off a lot of boxes. You know what I mean? It checks off like we work well with others. You know what I mean? Time management. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Shit. Most players think athletes be hella dumb. No, they don't be hella dumb, bro. School just don't be for them. You know what I mean? Like it's like right. school ain't for me, bro. Yeah, like to be honest with you, school wasn't for me. I was just I was hella smart. I, I didn't like always I didn't like going to school. I, it was just easy and I was hella smart and I can like you feel me? Fuck, I'm going to school because I know this is what I gotta do in order to play basketball. So yeah. if I'm school it. I'm competitive, like nigga. I'm not gonna be no two, two point student. Fuck it, I'm gonna get a three, 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 four. Like fuck it, show yeah. you. Oh, I just don't. You feel me? Think a lot of the shit that I learned in school is gonna be applicable to my real life situation when I become a grown up, which it isn't. When the fuck? When the fuck have we used geometry? That's what I'm saying. Tell me why. Tell me why I'm just not learning about stocks and I'm 29, about to turn 30 in a couple of weeks. You feel me? Why am I learning about that? Tell me why I didn't know how to balance a fucking checkbook, you feel me, until I was in my 20s. Like, teach me shit that I'm going to use, bro. I'm not using geometry. The fuck I'm using geometry for? Yeah, facts. You know what I mean? Facts. facts. <laughs> um, f for you, bro, because you, you played overseas also too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was, how was adapting to life over there compared to playing in the States? You know what I'm saying? Different time zone, different food, you know what I'm saying? Different communication, travel. You know, how how did you maintain over there? It's different, bro. I know well, when I left the Cavs and then I went to Zagiris, um, it was a it was a complete shock. Like it was different. Just cause like, bro, I'm only six feet. Shit. You know what I mean? I'm like my mother's looking at me like I'm Yao Ming. Like I'm you feel me? Like it's like ah, you feel me, but like they just looking at you, like staring at you. You kind of expect it, but you don't like you don't really know it until you're in it. You know what I mean? So yeah. I know, and I was in the cold part. Like usually, your bid over there is like ten months. You know what I mean? I say bid because in some countries, it feel like you in jail. Like, phone, but you that, I heard that I heard that bag different though than playing different. in the G League. Yeah, if you hell different. That's why, like, that's a whole <laughs> different type of stuff. All different type of set. You right, Tion. You right. But I don't I don't be thinking no geometry, Tion. I don't be thinking no geometry. He, he, he just be hooping. <laughs> yeah, I be hooping. But uh like it's different for sure. I and you really only go over there for the money. Like, bro, like Americans, bro, like and I'll be telling European cats like, hey, like, what standard are y'all talking about cats holding up? Like, I love your league. Love it. But when you growing up, I, I've never heard one American player say, damn, my dream is to go to your league. No, you don't know nothing about your league. We're talking about NBA. We're the best basketball player. I was like, no, nah, I want to go to the NBA. You know what I mean? So you really only go there for the money and shit. And, like, the, the living is, depending where you at, certain cities, like, I love it. Like, Berlin, probably my favorite city. Then right behind it, Athens. Athens was hell. Like, li as living, oh, yeah. Athens was amazing, bro. Amazing. Yeah. Like, you feel me? You on the beach. You feel me? It's oh, well, you was living good. Bro, beautiful women over there. The food is crazy. Like, bro, so far, you ain't even got to touch the women. You just looking at them like, damn, these women is beautiful. <laughs> like, you feel me? Like, 
Like, it is beautiful. Like, the women are beautiful. They put together. If you have a conversation with them, you like, hey, you pick their brain. You feel me? They they on some they on some different shit. They like, man, I'm going to school and I'm working, or I'm only doing school. You talk, you ask them about kids. They like kids. Hell no, I ain't ready for no kids. I ain't trying to get no kids. So I'm like 35. Like, I'm like, oh, like y'all mindset over here different. You feel yeah. like, and, and so the living, depending where you have to live in, it's amazing. But like when I first went to Lithuania, bro, I was only there for six months. But it got it got to a point. I was like, damn, I gotta go home. Like I told my boy, uh, my teammate, his name is James Anderson. I was like, bro, we got to sweep the playoff. And we swept it and won a championship. And I was like, I got to get it. If it wasn't for my mom and my mm -hmm. friend uh, coming back to back, like my mom came one week and then my, my boy came the next week. Yeah. Uh, and so I had people out there for me two weeks, two straight weeks, uh, right before the playoff. If it wasn't for them, bro, I would have went into a goddamn tailspin because I was like, I got to get out of here, bro. I got to get out of here, bro. Like, what? So you feel, you was feeling like how how the NBA player was in the bubble. Yeah, like at that point, I was kind of suffocating because I'm like, bro, this shit. Like, I'm just in the house doing my thing, and but like that, the the good part of that, it forced me to really like get to know myself. You know what I mean? And be okay with being by myself. Yeah. You know, when you over there overseas, bro. You missing out on life here. Like yeah. the time's different. You ain't watching the games at the same time unless it's a Sunday. Yeah, I mean, on Saturday, you ain't about to stay up till five, six in the morning. Watching what was the time difference from from out there to the crib where you right now? Ten hours. How many? Sometimes it'd be ten hours, depending where you at. Eight, nine hours. Nothing less than nothing less than like nine hours. Eight hours, bro. Nothing less than that. So you missing everything. So like that's why when I would come back from overseas, what for two weeks straight? I'm partying. I'm. I'm <laughs> For two weeks straight, and then like I'm coming back. You got to think I'm coming back when the Warriors is the dynasty. So every time I come back, it's finals time. And I grew up in the Warriors organization, so I got a lot of contacts in there. And I used to, you know, I used to be a camp counselor um, and, and teaching the kids hoop and stuff like that. So I might get free tickets to the games, and then once I start really making money, I'm paying for better tickets. You know what I mean? So I'm yeah. when they winning, I'm at all the festivities. Like I'm like I'm a damn warrior. Like, I'm having fun doing my thing. And then, you know, then it's time to get back to work. But I do that because I'm like, damn, I didn't miss that on life. Yeah. yeah. That's, bro, you know what I mean? Streets ain't the same out here. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, bro, bike lanes didn't, like, overtook the streets. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Girls, yeah. you know, girls you used to talk to, they moving on, doing their thing. you like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Like, you life, and you can't blame nobody. Yeah. Like, you can't blame nobody because this is just the life you chose. And yeah. so overseas, like the the living is good, but it's all it also has its it has its downs, bro. Because you yeah. has its downs. It's not home. You know. Yeah. What I mean? Okay. Now um, I got a few more questions for you. I don't want to hold you too long, bro. Good, bro. Shit, I'm enjoying this. You know, all right, bad, bad, good. I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's the only podcast on. Oh, oh, we finna, oh, we finna go through all, all the yeah, questions. It's, it's cats, it's cats who, it's cats who, who try to play and it never really, it never really linked up. This on the podcast I've been on, bro. Oh, but, okay, but we finna get the full experience then. I'm told. All right, uh, for you, so if a younger, you know, what I'm saying, younger dude from Oakland, you know, what I'm saying, let's say little middle schooler, mm -hmm. it's like, Will, I need some, I need some advice to, to help me get to that, to that next level. What would be some advice that you would give to a young Hooper? to help get that seed planted and growing for them to go to high school, go to college, you know what I'm saying? 
play four years, get that degree, go to the league. Like, what would you tell them? Separate yourself from the bullshit immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Whatever it is, though. You feel me? Whatever it is, separate yourself from the bullshit because, fuck, shy. You know what I mean? New York, bro, fuck, Baltimore, all that shit. Like, like I said before, that shit can suck you back in. You feel me? To that hood shit. Like, nigga, it's okay to get off the block, bro. You feel me? Yeah. Like, motherfucker, I, when you, I worked this hard to get from the block. You think I'm going to come back to the block? Like, nah. Like, separate yourself from the bullshit immediately, bro, especially from middle school. Like, I know you got your friends, um, and it's hard to see because, like, y'all know, like, you, your parents and, and older OGs told you the same shit. Like, they told me, like, hey, you know such and such ain't really a good friend for you. And you know a lot of these niggas you running with, right, ain't going to really be your friends when you get older. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Right. It's hard to see that shit. Like, damn. Because, like, your path started switching. Some cats on the block, you messing with. You messing with people over here that's actually trying to build a future. And it, it starts in middle school. It's not too young, but separate yourself from bullshit. If you see a cat that's trying to go do some dumb shit, fuck with people, do that, okay, it's a time and place for that. But if you got practice yeah. and you got you got to get in these books, then go do that. Yeah. And then get yourself early so that now it becomes a habit. You know what yeah. I mean? Reaper action, you know what I mean? You, you feel me? So a habit. You know what I mean? Like, Boom, these actions are gonna start turning the habits to where now it's just second nature. Yeah. Nah, I got I got practice, bro. I got yeah. this. Yeah, you know I mean, separate yourself from the bullshit early, bro. And it's okay, it's okay to to love people from a distance. That's what I learned. Yeah. In order. Like I still I got I got cats that you know I might come across that I didn't knew for twenty years, but they're not on what I'm love I'm on. I don't love yeah. them best though. You feel me? You gotta love them from a distance, yeah. You just can't walk on this path with me. Now, if I'm making these millions and you like still one of my main niggas and you still kind of on that bullshit, let me get your ass off the block. Yeah, off the block for at least a week or something. Let's go to Puerto Rico or or fucking you feel me? I got my my man's Juan like fucking Rico Suave of Mexico. Like dude, let's go, let's go mess with Juan. You feel me? Let's go, let's go mess, let's go mess with Juan. You feel me? Because he the man out there. He gonna show us a good time. But let me get your ass off the block and show you there's it's more to this shit. Like right. put that down for a minute though. Like yeah. put this, like you can go back to that when you want to. But like let me let me show you like nigga what I've been working hard so hard for. Let me show it's you more to life, I'm, man. Let me show you what this money can give you. If you really gonna if you really gonna be in the game, you gotta have an exit plan, nigga. What we doing? Or you just throwing rocks at the pen like fuck, I'm about to go here anyway. Nah. Well, let me show you from look at you off the block and do that. And that's how fuck. That's how I feel. Like just separate yourself from the bullshit because what I learned, bro, every time I came back from college, I seen the same niggas. Same niggas on the block. Damn, nigga, you been here since, fuck, nigga, since the first Georges came out. Why we, like, yeah. man, you been here, like, what we doing? Nah, like, it's okay to separate yourself from the bullshit. That's, that's the biggest key I can give, Cash, bro. Thanks. Um, what's your favorite basketball movie of all time? Man, I, I, me, I gotta go with he got gay, bro. And and we gonna let's put this out here. Ray okay. Allen was a terrible actor. You said <laughs> Ray what? Allen was, Ray Allen was a bad actor in that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, let me turn this light on. Hey, Ray Allen was a bad actor in that shit, bro. We gonna put that out there, bro. We ain't gonna lie, but 
he was so but it was so good i was like i got like i gotta i gotta go he got game bro right i'm not mad at that mine mine is coach Carter. coach, coach Carter, Carter hands down hands down what you like about coach Carter so much um for me bro they made it to where like it pertains to everyday life they didn't make it hollywood they made it strictly what what goes on in life yeah you know what i'm saying like with the dude you know what i'm saying like them being used to, you know what I'm saying, them doing whatever they want to do, them not being good. They never had a coach that came and put their foot down. It was like, we're going to do this this way. When we come to game day, we're going to wear a suit and tie. We're going to do this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or if you come in late, you got 10 suicides. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they wasn't used to – they weren't used to that. You know what I'm saying? Then you got one dude who want to quit, get in the streets until his homie got killed. Then he exactly. came back and realized, like, look, I don't want to live that life. I know basketball is my way to help me keep me focused. You know what I'm saying? So they didn't make it Hollywood to me, and that's why I liked it so much. I like Coach Carter though. Facts. Especially, we, especially we right here. I'm only like 20 minutes from Richmond. Facts. Yeah, I'm only 20, 20 minutes from Richmond. Richmond oh, right yeah. here, Are you lit? Hey, All right, so do you nice. He talking about hoop dreams. Hoop dreams is good, Tian. Yeah. Yeah, that's three hours of. Facts. <laughs> All right, so this question, well, these questions right here, I'm going to give you two players. Okay. You just tell me who you rather have, who the better player, however you want to look at it. <laughs> All right. First one, Bron or KD? <laughs> Woo! So, okay, so let's do it like this. KD. I'll make it easier for you. I'm on KD. To have him on your team. I'm going KD. Okay. This one's probably going to be easy. Steph or Dane? I got to go with Dane. Like, I knew that. I got to go with Dane. You going James Harden or you going Luka? <laughs> Damn, boy. This is tough. This is tough, bro. This is tough. I got to go with James. You going Kawhi or you going Giannis? Kawhi. Yeah, jumper. You going Brad Bill or you going Jimmy Butler? Jimmy. And why? Why? And that's so tough. Why? Because Jimmy going to affect the game in other ways. Like, right. Jimmy's two-way. Right. And we got to go away from this two-way shit because if you're a real hooper, like, coming up, bro, you're supposed to be able to play defense, too. Yeah. Like, you supposed you know what I mean? Like, two-way, we pray niggas on two-way, two-way. No, bro, if you're a real hooper, you don't like getting scored on. Yeah. And Jimmy Butler is like, Jimmy is, man, Jimmy is cold. And it's crazy because when I had John Lucas on here, bro, he broke down to me. Every team Jimmy been on got better when he got there. Exactly. Like Philly, if they went for Kawhi hitting that lucky shot, oh, they, they just went to the finals. The finals. That Minnesota team, they got better. They made it to the playoffs. They just was soft. They ain't like, they ain't like how Jimmy was. That's what I'm saying. My man gets to Miami. They get to the finals. I was like, when he said that, I was like, damn, I ain't even look at it like Chicago. that. Chicago. Chicago, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, I did not look at it like that, bro. So I I think definitely maybe behind dog. behind Clay, bro, I think dog. I'll take Jimmy Butler. He's a dog. Fact. dog. Fact. All right, so we going Jokic or we going Embiid? Jokic or Embiid? I got to go Jokic. Okay. We going Dirk or we going Tim Duncan? Ooh, Timmy, I'm going Timmy. I got to go Timmy. 
Okay, we going Steve Nash, we going Jason Kidd. That's tough. Just because he's from Oakland, I'm going Jay Kidd. And Jay Kidd got a ring. Okay, facts. Jay. Come on, bro. Don't don't hurt me on this one. We going Melo, we going Paul Pierce. What? Okay, okay. Hey, hey, you'd be surprised. Some people say Paul Pierce, bro. I'm going Melo. Some people say Paul Pierce. It shocked me, though. You know what I'm saying? But I got to realize. That's proof, though. Huh? Oh, man, I got to go Melo. Okay. We going Devin Booker. We going Donovan Mitchell. Who? Devin Booker or Donovan Mitchell? Book. We going Westbrook. We going D. Rose. <laughs> Which D. Rose we talking here? Everybody in their prime. Oh, everybody in their prime? Yeah. Oh, I'm going D. Rose. Okay, bet, bet, bet. And then the last one is kind of a toss-up, but hey, you'll be surprised. We going Kobe or we going D Wade? Hey, somebody you, said D Wade. You'll be surprised, bro. Somebody said D Wade. You'll be surprised, my guy. And I love D Wade. Like I love D Wade, but come on, man. Like, and it's not even like it's Kobe. Come on, man. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, now we finna we to see what you got on this music too. Okay. Give me your top five rappers of all time. Of all time? All time. Dude, that's so tough. <laughs> that's so tough. All time. I for sure got pop. Pocket, man. Jay. Jay for sure. And to me, to me, Jay, just because like how Pac died, it was it was too too young. But to me, Jay is like number one. Jay like George. And well, the first billionaire? First yeah. musical billionaire, and it's and it's also because if you listen to his lyrics, it matures. His lyrics mature with his lifestyle. Nice. You don't hear Jay still rapping about guns and shit like that. Not what Jay rapping about credit. Yeah. Million dollar paintings. Yeah. And he said, "I bragged it for my wife, Beyonce." Yeah. Like I'm not. Hey, look at this, Roly. You know what I mean? I ain't doing. He ain't doing yeah. that. Like he making. You know what yeah. I mean? That's why I say Jay number one got Pac. Um, shit. Big is cool. I got big. Who else, man? It's some cool. Like, it's just humming. Like, the OGs, they be going so far back. But I ain't listen to, like, uh, Eric B. Right? I don't listen to the yeah, like, I wasn't. I wasn't listening to the cats. Uh, uh, that's three. Man. For me. And a lot of people would be killing. I got I, Drake in there. Drake in there. I was going to ask you that. I'm like, hey, Drake Drake's in there. Drake's in there. To me, Wayne got to be in there. Wayne got to be in there. Because whatever Wayne changed the whole shit. Like, somebody doing how they dress and all this shit. Wayne did all that. Facts. So, that's my five. Jay, Pop, Big, Wayne, Drake. I got I to gotta get him. And it's cold because Cole in there, too, though. You feel me like Cole, he like pinned in your sixth position. Yeah, Cole is right there. Now, a lot of people be like, a lot of people be like Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar, but I'm a Kendrick Lamar fan to an extent. Like I gotta have a cat that that know how to make a song too. Sometimes yeah. too revolutionary for me, and I can't just <laughs> sit down and listen. Yeah. To I can't just be like, yeah. I can't do that with Kendrick Lamar all the time. But when he yeah. turned into Kung Fu Kenny on somebody else stuff, yeah. Oh. You put it all the way. What? Okay, hey. 
That boy is a right. cold dude, bro. But yeah, that was my five, bro. Okay. Now, if you can have three albums, mixtapes, EPs, whatever you want to call it, you can listen to three of them for the rest of your life. Any genre, whatever you want to call it. What three albums would you rock with? For sure, take care. Take care. I ain't come on. I ain't no skips on take care. Uh, let me see. What else? Thought. What else? It's some. Uh, uh, uh. I'm an RB cat, bro. Okay. I like. I like a lot of RB stuff, man. Okay, so hold the 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 album question. <laughs> who you rock with now? Who on the playlist for you? Man, bro, believe it or not, bro, I, I, bro, I be listening to so much R&B, bro. Like, in my car, bro, like, now, literally, I haven't been listening to music. I have listened to, like, a lot of, like, podcasts and stuff, keep my mental right. Uh -huh. But if I'm playing music, bro, and I'm driving, I'm always bumping R&B, bro. Like, I, Jodeci, you feel oh, me? Okay, so you old school R&B. Yeah, bumping Jodeci, bro. I'm bumping, uh, man, I might, I might bump Summer Walker in my joint. Okay. Oh, oh, so you are me, are me. Off of, uh, 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 what name? Queen, Queen Naja. She yeah. got stuff on there. Uh, but then, then Dirk, I've been off Dirk like heavy. Thanks. Like Dirk ain't missed pretty, to me. Like, oh, yeah, I've been off Dirk. I just got off of, uh, white boy. What's the white boy name that got a uh, Lou Will in trouble? Uh, Jack Harlow. Yeah, his album is, is, is cool. Hey, Jack Harlow. Hey, I just got put on him too. I didn't know he could rap like that, bro. Yeah. Uh, hey, 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 Jodeci! I'm listening to Jodeci. I'm listening to Jodeci. That's my, that's my trainer. That's my dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who else, bro? I'll be listening. Bro, I'll be listening to old school Jagged Edge. Bro, I'll be listening to old school '87 on one Usher. But I'm one of them kind of cats, bro. I, okay. Nicole, Monica. Your like, playlist is it? Is it? A mixture of different different genres. Like, yeah, I got an R&B playlist. It's a mixture of hella different stuff. So you are you so you rap R and B? You don't do like the country and the gospel is all that, do you? All right, so look, <laughs> so I was to school in Montana, bro. So I got a couple uh, songs over there, but I, they ain't in my playlist, though. I ain't listen to country. Okay, I got okay. like you mess up being a whip going through your playlist and the song hell, come on. You... No hell, there's no country coming on. I ain't, they ain't in okay. no playlist. I gotta like literally go to that song to be like, okay. Okay, bet. But bet, body bet. like a back road, that's a real hit, though. You got <laughs> Hey, Tim McGraw, Tim McGraw is one of them boys, though. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, come on, man. Hey, hey, man. Uh, hey, I ain't mad at you, bro. I ain't but mad at you. Country music, bro. Country music is hit or miss. Either little niggas got their heart broken or, <laughs> or hit her back. So they really like, or they like, or they happy with the chick. You know what I mean? So yeah. they really know balance, bro. If they hella happy. What the hell is sad? I'm like, bro, y'all gotta have some, like, y'all gotta have a happy meeting. Like, R&B is, it'd be, it'd be too, yeah, yeah. R&B is like, shit, we about to go kick it in, baby. Come on, like, I got like, you R&B is all that, but they ain't got no medium, bro. They just like, wow, she broke my heart. If nothing else, like, I gotta get her. Like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you said take care is one. Give me your other two. Take care is one, bro. Man, what else, bro? I'm trying to think of albums that I ain't really never had no skips on. Well, I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you my thing. Maybe that'll help you. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Let me see. So for me, Victory Lap, hands down. Oh, okay. Victory Lap, um, Kanye graduation album, hands down. And I think my last one was American Gangster, Jay Z. 
Okay. Or or if not that one, uh, no ceilings for real. Mm -hmm. No ceilings, hands I'll, down. Uh, Wayne too, one of the Carters. Hey, you can go. Hey, you can't go wrong with any any oh, Wayne, bro. I was about to say like I take care. One of Wayne Carters. I'm not even sure if this this might be the Carter three. The Carter first Carter was cold. Oh yeah. Like you feel me? I could listen to the first Carter off the rip. And then my next for R and B, I gotta have like, shit, I ain't gonna lie though, man. Just to like keep it up to date, like for for a while, like when I was in Greece, I I didn't skip Summer Walker new, like I didn't skip none of that. Her new album, like that last album she put, I didn't skip none of that. She ain't got nothing but hits on there. So I like as of right now, I put I because I can't really think of none of I put her in there as an R and B cat. Let me ask you this. Do you rock with Raw Wave? No. no. Raw Wave, one album that I was really with it with, his first one. But then you got to think, I I didn't, I expect the cat to mature after that. And I think his, that last album was just literally like the same shit I had been listening to. Bro, he just a heartbroken dude, my guy. But, so you telling me he ain't mended? He ain't mended system between the albums? He got to, like, hey, 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 he can't be, he can't be heartbroken for too long. But, True, but, hey, if that's, his, if that's his lane, bro, hey. But that you know was, okay. hey, I ain't gonna lie, though, because that last album he just dropped was hard, bro. You know what I'm saying? But I get it, though, because a lot of people was like, bro, it's too many people making music like that already for him to try to fit in that lane. You know what I'm saying? That, all right, so ask me, like, what do you think about Bryson Tiller then? I'm not big on Bryson Tiller. You're not big on Bryson Tiller? I'm, like, when he first came out, yeah, I was cool with it. I was bumping it. But, like, it's like after that, we didn't hear from him for a while. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't, like, I wasn't a bigger fan where I was like, oh, he dropped a new album? Bet I'm going to go jump on that. It was like Bryson Tiller dropped a song. I hear it on the radio a couple times. Bet if I'm in the car, song, I turn it up. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to go, like, oh, he dropped a new album? Bet I'm going to go jump on that right now. Yeah. But I, I don't like to say, I it's only a few artists I don't like. Yeah. And that's just like, I ain't gonna never bump them. I don't <laughs> care who on the song with them. It could be Nip could be on the Nip G Herbo <laughs> Dirt. I'm still not listening to it. Who? What, who I don't like? Yeah. Uh, Blueface, definitely. <laughs> I don't like Blueface. I don't even consider that dude an artist. I don't, I don't like Blueface. I'm not too big on like Cardi B. Her, I ain't got no issue with Cardi B. I just, I'm just not big on her. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Team Nicki, bro. I'm Team Nicki all oh, the way. Word. I'm Team Nicki, bro. You know what I'm saying? Oh, six nine. I'm not rocking with six nine. He got some cool songs though. Who six nine? He got some cool songs. I can't rock that, bro. I can't, I can't bump that. I can't bump that. Especially, you know what I'm saying? Especially, like I don't live in Chicago. It's like thirty minutes from me. But like, I wouldn't dare bump that in Chicago, bro. Nah, no way. I feel like you can't. I feel like in any hood that goes by certain principles and laws, you can't bump that dude no matter where you at. You got to be in the suburbs somewhere bumping that where they know. Shut up, fuck with that. <laughs> <laughs> you get your car shut up. Oh. That's what I'm saying. So I'm just like, nah, I'm cool on that. But them, I'm trying to think if I'm missing anybody. Like I said, I'm pretty much, I'm open minded. You know what I'm saying? I bump anybody. If it's hard, I'm going to bump it. One you know what I'm saying? I got some, I got some of them. Taylor Swift on the playlist sometimes too. On the joint, you know I got Taylor Swift. I got you know some rock. I got Coldplay on the playlist. Okay. Cause I came. I went to a white school in the suburb, bro. Oh, so it kind of a little bit of everything though. I had to, you know what I'm saying. You probably be like, all right, 
That's some kind of bump it. You just, man, you just started singing it one day. You're like, all right, but I need to hear it. For real. Yeah, Catch so. it. Catch it. Exactly. So I'm like, hey, that that's it for me. So you going with that Carter for your last one? Yeah, I'm going to go Carter, Summer Walker, and take care for sure. Okay. Besides Oakland, what's your favorite city to play in? Man, favorite city to play in. Man. Poof. I don't know, man. It's been I'm trying to think of the gyms that was like crazy. So are you are you one of them hoopers that like anytime it's a pro am you in that? Or you just hey somebody hit you, I you know, I made it pop. <laughs> like see like our SF Pro Am used to be really good. Mm. Uh, but it, it's so watered down now. Um but then it's like um so then like uh it's always been this like city versus open thing, San Francisco versus open kind of thing, right? Yeah. Um, they can't fuck with us. That's no one. They can't fuck. <laughs> with us. Like it's not even close. They can't fuck with us. Okay. But, but like they they won a game, and I think we won a game. But like I never played in it. None of us ever. Like none of like real hoopers ever really played in. It. Um, and so like last year before the COVID hit, like not this past summer, but the summer before, like, that shit was, like, like on some above-the-rim type shit, they said. Like, my work is underneath that hoop. Everybody, like, crazy. And the biggest thing, it was no violence. Yeah. Like, if it could get like that, that would probably be, like, you feel me, one of the best things I've ever played in as far as, like, that. Because, like, even the problem, the problem is cool, but you ain't got cats running on the court. You ain't got cats talking shit to you. You like Rucker Park program. Like that. Like, yeah. I want like that because that feeds me because I'll talk shit to the crowd. I, you feel me? I'll talk shit to the garbage. Like, yeah. like, I'm one of them type cats. Like, I'm, and I told I had, I had kind of kicked it off this previous summer. Like, I put it on Instagram and uh -huh. it flooded my page. And I was like, that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. Everybody talking shit because it, it, it make it more fun. You feel yeah. me? Shit, all this money on the line, motherfuckers betting, having fun. That's the type of shit I want to play. That's why I'm like, man, I want to go to the record, see some shit like that. You know what I mean? Thanks. And then the the last question I got for you, bro, you know what I'm saying? To Who would you like to see on the podcast that can help get their story out? You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the question I asked OJ. He told me to hit you up. Yeah. Like, to, to, you know, to get on here, to let their story be known, to motivate the youth, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. Because like, like I always say, we don't know what y'all go through on the inside if y'all don't put it out there for us to know. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to put this out here to motivate, uplift the next person, you know, that got a story. Yeah, bro, to be honest with you, bro, it's probably a lot of people don't remember. Like, I was out there, I was talking about last, uh, earlier, my dude, uh, Kareem Jamar. Mm -hmm. It's true that Kareem Jamar, he played with me at Montana. That dude got a story. Yeah. Got a story, and shit, I even want to hear it. You know what I mean? Cause he can't tell me everything. You know what I mean? And, and for a captain as good as he is, his trials and tribulations that he he actually probably still going through and went through, um, that's a dude that uh, I want to hear his story, bro. Kareem Jamar. Thanks. Okay, but yeah, if you can plug me with him, you know what I'm saying? Tell him to hit me up. You know, send me all his information. Like, yeah. I'd love to have him on, man. Yeah, yeah I'm going to send it to you, and I'm going to hit him. I'm going to hit him. I ain't talking to him, but I know for a fact. Like, as soon as you said that, that clicked. Like, hey. That dude right Thanks. My guy, man, appreciate you, bro. This was super dope. You know well, what I'm saying? I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Man, I love um, it. 
for real. Shout out OJ for setting this up hey. again, man. For real. Uh, my guy, you know what I'm saying. Whatever you got going on, if you going to hoop somewhere, wish you the but the much success, bro. Health to you. Um, you know what I'm saying. We locked in now, bro. You a cool oh, dude. Hey, if I'm ever out and if I ever shoot, I've never been to California, so if I ever shoot the Oakland and San Fran, hey. I'm definitely going to hit you, bro. You got to show me around, man. You, you said in. what? I said you tapped in. You good with me. Facts, facts. Yeah, if I'm ever out, I ain't never been to San Fran. I've been trying to go, so whenever I'm out there, I'm going to hit you, bro. We got to link up, man. Look. Um, Look. You know what I'm saying? We're going we gonna to chop it up in the DM, though, but, man, appreciate you, bro. Yeah, appreciate and, uh, Stay safe, bro. Yes, sir. You too. All right, bro.